I think it's very difficult to hide the human behaviors that surround deception. Most people just are not very good at it. And especially when you're talking about somebody that you love, you spend time with, you're in a relationship with, they can be very fine-tuned to a person's baseline behaviors. And when they see a deviation, they're going to notice. A late night at work. Then there's a suspicious behavior, maybe texting a little bit too much. These can all be signs that something weird is going on with your significant other. But is it actually an affair? And how can you know for sure? I'm America's Digital Pro, Kim Commando, and welcome to Commando On Demand. This is a podcast that gives you in-depth insight on the ever-changing technology landscape and the impact it has on our lives. You'll hear from tech industry experts, movers and shakers. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about how to find out if your spouse is cheating on you using new technology. Also, we'll speak with a private detective about tactics you can use for ethical surveillance. There are a lot of technical details coming up, so I would definitely encourage you to take notes. And while you're getting ready, I'd like you to take a moment to recognize one of our partners who helped make this podcast possible. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. Okay, so what are the signs that Old Faithful has been a bad dog? Well, there are physical signs and there are digital signs. In the physical realm, your spouse might start spending time with people who you haven't met. Maybe he or she is working late or maybe just taking more business trips than usual. You could also look for a change in clothes or hairstyle. And here's an interesting one. Trips to the tanning salon. Yes, I guess somehow being tan is somehow construed as being sexier. Or what about a new perfume, a new cologne, or a strange hobby? And of course, in bed, if your honey bunny goes from, say, completely cold to suddenly Superman or vice versa, you may have an infidelity issue. Of course, Viagra and steroids notwithstanding. But whatever your case, new technology opens up a whole new world of clues. Technology can help you to decide whether the first step is to start simply observing your sweetums and his and her gadget habits. If calls and texts are coming in while you're both asleep, get this. There is a 44% chance that something fishy is going on if your lover boy refuses to share or suddenly changes all of his passwords. There could be something happening. If your sugar bumpkin has more than one social media account, let's look at that percentage. There's a 30% possibility that she has a fish on the line. 
And by the way, these stats come from a study done on 1,000 British couples by Entertainment One. Now, while Americans are very different from the British, people are people. And people have been cheating on each other since time began. So let's just say you're really suspicious. Something doesn't feel right. You have some evidence, but not enough. You can't shake the feeling. It's breaking your heart, and you need to know the truth. Fair enough. But you also need to know federal and state eavesdropping and hacking laws. You definitely don't need to be charged with spying or hacking on top of the heartbreak that you're already suffering. So if you're not sure, do your research. Consult with an attorney. And so long as you feel and believe that you are legally safe, and keep in mind, I can't give you legal advice, it's time to start investigating. And the best place to start, well, it's with the thing that your spouse is keeping near and dear to his and her heart at all times. Maybe it's not you anymore. It's the smartphone. Almost everything your loved one does can be traced through technology if you follow the right trail of crumbs. Most phones have some form of location technology built right into them. It's kind of a hassle to disable it, so most folks just leave it on. If you're using an iPhone, a connection to the Apple family account is a great source for finding a phone's location. If your family account enables location sharing, you can find the phone by just logging on to iCloud.com. You click on Find My iPhone or use the Find My Friends app. If your spouse is using an Android phone and is logged on to Google at the same time on a shared computer, you can actually type in Find My Phone into the search bar and boom, the phone's whereabouts just pop up. Some people also forget to close their Google browsing windows. So this becomes a really simple place to start. So let's start out by finding where your spouse has traveled today. There should be a previous destinations menu on either the navigation system or the Google timeline on Android. Look a little bit deeper into the Google Maps section. On an iPhone, you really need to look around. They seem to be hidden. And once you find the locations, you'll be like, wow, I had no idea that was even there. Let me tell you how to find it. And if you have any questions afterwards, later on this podcast, I'm going to tell you where you can find the instructions just written out in detail for you. So if you have an iPhone, first go to Settings. Then go to Privacy. Okay, Location Services. Then you need to scroll down. You're going to find something that's called System Services. And then you want to tap on Significant Locations. Once you get inside Significant Locations, that's where the secret sauce is. Most people don't bother deleting this stuff because maybe they don't know it's there. Maybe it's just too cumbersome. So there's another batch of low-hanging fruit for you. Another obvious one, if you see calls and texts from a number that you don't recognize, just enter it into Google search. If the contact name is just a first name or the name of a relative, that may or may not be a red flag. For instance, if your husband is getting calls from Aunt Mary after hardly speaking to her in 20 years, well, you might want to consider that maybe Aunt Mary is really Maria, who he met at some bar or restaurant. That goes for messaging and video chats as well. We all know that paper pollutes the earth and kills trees. Well, at least that's the theory. So if someone wants to send a love letter to the other woman or the other man, text and email is the green way to go. But these text messages and email, wow, they leave one heck of a digital trail. 
First of all, cheaters like to keep them for an ego boost or whatever. Just look in the deleted items or the trash folders. The folders can be renamed, so by all means, just start looking around. Check them all out. And always remember, a deleted email is still readable until it's permanently erased. So don't be afraid to pick through this trash folder. Now, if you find Snapchat or another messaging app on your spouse's phone, especially those apps that you don't use with each other, you might want to try and log in just to see what's going on in there. There are actually tons of apps that are designed to hide an affair, believe it or not. They have names like Vaulty Stocks, Sly Dial, Hush, and Nosy Trap. Watch out for Nosy Trap. It's designed to take a photo of anyone who tampers with the device. Voicemails can be stored visually. They can be stored online, and they can be forwarded by adding a Google Voice number. A lot of folks use Google Voice to start having private voicemails. Google transcribes voicemails by default. All right, it's not the best transcription I've ever seen, but it's enough to let you know it was said. Browser histories are a good indication of integrity and character. If there's been some unsavory activity, you'll find it there. If maybe someone downloaded a suspicious file, you're going to find it there too. If he or she says that they have a business trip to Cleveland, Ohio, but there's pricing hotel rooms in Cabo on Google, you're going to find evidence there. By the way, be sure to check your frequent flyer mile statements. That trip to Cabo could be listed there too. Browser bars also store recent searches and frequently visited sites. So try this next tip. I bet you it's something that you never even thought of. What you want to do is go to the browser bar on the phone, tablet, computer, you name it. Head over to google.com or just do it in the browser bar. And then I want you to start typing the letters alphabetically from A to Z. Wow. Just imagine what you're going to see there. Anything that somebody has typed in, you're going to actually know. And while you're rooting around in the browser history, check for visits to cloud-based file backup services. They've got names like Dropbox, Files Anywhere, or iCloud. Those are excellent secret stash places. Did you know that a lot of these sites allow you to restore files that have been deleted? That's right. Hey, fun times. Another way to hide photos are through storage apps like KeepSafe, Vault, and Hide It Pro. Now, these apps are specifically designed to stash the secret stuff and to keep other people out. Remember, apps can be hidden in folders. Both iPhones and Androids have search features. On your iOS, tap the middle of the screen and swipe down. On Android, there's a menu in the app drawer. Choose Show Hidden Apps. Now, you might not be able to crack the password, but just the presence of a hidden app, well, that's cause for concern in my opinion. And don't forget about power, baby. Yes, power is a dead giveaway. Most smartphones track battery usage. So if someone's been chatting on the phone for hours or sexting or watching endless videos, I know, it's going to show up as a spike in battery consumption. And if your love has another lover on the side, you can bet that he or she may have another cell phone too. So look for a hidden cell phone or an extra SIM card. The SIM cards are really small, but if you happen to find one and you are legally entitled, just slip it into a phone and see what happens. Okay, now we're going to do a rundown of some of the less obvious technology clues that can lead you to the truth. Okay, a car's GPS or navigation system can be a treasure chest. You can find out where the car's been. And from there, what businesses were searched for, located, maybe even visited. Now, if you have a family tracker like OnStar in your car, you'll be able to view where the car's been going in real time. 
And speaking of those long out-of-town trips, keep an eye on those toll road invoices, too, or those easy pass statements. Then compare your spouse's story to what the statement actually says. I hope for your sake that actually the two will match up. Now, if both of you are working and you suspect that your spouse is uh, making those little secret trips back to your home for a little afternoon delight, as the song says, well, you can find out about it if you have something like smart locks. Smart locks record your digital key activity on a log. So you just have to compare the log to his or her story, and hopefully, again, the two will match up. And thanks to technology, there's even a way to test for faithfulness before you tie the knot. Normally, an engagement ring symbolizes the hope of everlasting love. But this one is different. It comes with a fail-safe faithfulness test in the form of a tracking device. The CEO of Jamporia Jewelry told the Daily Mail that this ring, are you ready for it, could be the end to baseless jealousy and unfair accusations and that it could safeguard the institution of marriage. Whoa, that's a lot of faith to put into an engagement ring. So much for honor, integrity, and trust. But hey, if this kind of thing appeals to you, just type in engagement ring in the search bar, commando.com, and we'll give you all the details. All right, sometimes you reach that point when self-investigations just don't cut it. Either the situation is dangerous or you aren't tech-savvy enough to do it yourself. And that's where a private investigator comes in. So I've invited a private eye with a pretty large presence on YouTube to share what he's learned over the years when it comes to unfaithful spouses. We're going to get to that after we hear from one of our very, very faithful sponsors. So stay right where you are. Hey, welcome back. I want to introduce you to our guest, award-winning author, educator, and private investigator, Larry Kay. Larry Kay calls himself the been there, done that. He's written a number one bestseller called 51 Dirty Tricks Bad Guys Really Hate, Sneaky Tactics Used by Police, Private Investigators, and Bounty Hunters. Whoa, there's a title for you. But he's the nicest guy, and he's also been through some very scary things. Let's just say in his line of work, he's been to the edge once or twice. Larry also created the Investigator Ultimate Guide series. And on this site, he teaches people how to conduct ethical investigations, even under the most severe circumstances. Hey, Larry, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Jim. I'm glad to spend some time with you. So as a private detective, you must have to deal with some, I guess you'd say, very interesting situations between spouses. What makes people believe that their spouses are cheating on them? Do they have to find evidence? Is it the phone or the computer or what? Or is it just kind of this feeling that they might have inside that something's up? It's kind of interesting because uh, the cheaters tend to think that some of the technology will help protect them or hide what they're doing. They'll add an app that allows them to use some encrypted texting or messaging that disappears. They'll uh, delete their browser history, things like that. And they're acting as if they're going to have to meet the police who are looking for evidence. What they fail to consider is that the wives will notice the change in behavior that all of a sudden they are using these apps or they are acting differently on their computer or they are starting to take telephone calls instead of texting. And they notice that change in behavior and it raises their suspicion. So, yes, even with all the new technology, it's the guilty look that ends up giving it away. I think it's very 
very difficult to hide the human behaviors that surround deception. Most people just are not very good at it. And especially when you're talking about somebody that you love, you spent time with, you're in a relationship with, they can be very fine-tuned to a person's baseline behaviors. And when they see a deviation, they're going to notice. So, Larry, you've been a private detective for many, many years. And I'm just curious because I've been around technology, it seems like, my whole life. Do you find in your line of work that technology helps you actually track people down or does it become more of an organic thing? Tracking people down is immensely easier now with the technology that's out, the databases, the searches that you can do. A lot of the information and something, for example, skip tracing where we're looking for a missing person or someone that maybe a long lost love, someone you're looking for, the information has generally been out there for years. We've always been able to go into the courthouse and pull uh, criminal records or traffic citations. We've been able to go out and find these records before. But with the technology, so much of it is online and just easily accessible in a variety of ways. It really does make things easier and quicker and cheaper. All right. I'm sure everybody wants to hear the dirt. What are some of your most unusual cheater stories? These cheating cases, they they kind of all unfold in a similar way from the investigator's point of view. One interesting one was where the technology worked fantastic, but there was just huge blunder on the human side. In this case, the, the guy owned the car his girlfriend was driving. So I put a tracking device on for him. Within 24 hours, he just could not check his ego anymore. And he blurted out to her, oh, yeah, well, I hired a guy to put a tracking device on the car. And, Kim, as you can imagine, that's the end of all good information you're going to get there. That's the end of the case. In fact, it was uh, pretty difficult for me to even get the tracking device back. There was another case, one case in particular, where it actually started out with the man admitting to his wife that he was having an online affair. And that doesn't happen every day. But he, he had met a woman online. They got to chatting. She had sent him some pictures, and he had fallen terribly in love with her. And he could not meet with her. There was always these delays. And, and finally, it, it came out from the woman. She said, I'm in an abusive relationship. My husband, the violence is, is unmanageable. I can't risk seeing you. The man went to his wife and said, I've met a woman online. She's in a terrible relationship. There's violence. We have to go in and rescue her, and she can stay with us. The wife was very clever. She didn't say no. The wife said, tell you what, hire a private investigator, verify her story. If it's true, then we'll take the next step from there. So he calls me up. He says, he asked me right away, do you do emergency exfiltrations? As if I'm going to put together a team and go in and rescue this woman. And as we talk a little bit, come to find out what he really needs is surveillance. I go out on the very first day of surveillance. I get video of the woman and her husband coming out of the house, and the woman looks nothing like in the picture. She is every bit of at least 300 pounds. As soon as he sees the video, he immediately falls out of love with her and apparently is going to spend the rest of his life apologizing to his wife. Okay, that happens a lot. Women will use a profile picture from like 30 years ago to seduce a man into a dangerous rescue mission. The guy falls in love. He risks his life to rescue his internet princess. And surprise, she's not what he expected. And speaking of dirty tricks, let's talk about your book. I want to hear some of those dirty tricks that are used by bounty hunters, private eyes, and police. 
one of the techniques I teach in my book is what's called a honeypot technique. And this comes right out of the tech world where computer security specialists will place databases and other sources in a system, hoping that the hackers stumble upon those and give an early warning of a problem. Well, this type of thing can be done in real life, too, if you suspect that you have someone in your life that's cheating. Rather than having to worry and watch them for long, extended periods of time, you give them this opportunity, you give them this honeypot and say, I'm going to be at my mom's house this weekend, or I'm going to spend an overnight with my girlfriend in another city. And that gives you the opportunity to know if if the cheater is going to make his move, there's an awful good chance he'll move right in that sweet spot. All right. In the old days, they used to call it an ambush. But seriously, there comes a point when people should hire a private detective rather than just trying to do it themselves. Tim, I think probably the best time is, is when they know they need that verification. They're having difficulty making the decision. This is a life-changing situation, and they're going to be making a life-changing decision. And some people just want that solid evidence. They really want to see him going off to a hotel. They want to see him meeting up with someone who he's promised he's never going to see again. And that can give them that peace of mind rather than having to wonder, is this something, am I making the right decision, is it all in my head? And also, when is too dangerous? Somebody should hire a pro, really. How are you equipped to handle, say, dangerous situations? Yeah, the problems of ego, uh, can they cut both ways. You can have a person very well-meaning, well-intentioned to go and follow someone they love dearly in a cheating situation. And when they catch up and discover the cheating, they can just lose track of their anger. They can lose uh, control. In the private investigation world, we have a very steadfast rule among investigators. We never report to our client in real time where the cheater is and what he's doing because there's a history of this and just too great a chance that the client will show up and do something crazy or even violent. I have to tell you, Larry, I bet you you've been there, done that, well, more than twice. You've got some really great videos about private investigation, bounty hunting, laws, tactics, tons of resources. But if people actually want to get in touch with you, where do they go? The best bet is almost always to stop by uh, my website, shadowanyone.com. I've got a contact page there and, like you say, tons of free resources. Thanks, Larry, for sharing some of your advice with us. Great stuff. My pleasure, Kim. Stay right where you are. I'd like you to take a moment to recognize one of our partners who helped make this podcast possible. Studies reveal that almost 30% of married couples have suspected one another of some form of infidelity. 72% of them wound up confronting their partner, and out of those, 25% believe the other half's story of innocence and decided that, well, they just misread the situation. So if you have suspicions about your own marriage, I sincerely hope that they turn out to be wrong. I really do. Because if your spouse does commit adultery, Studies show that one in five will cheat with a close mutual friend. And this is just crazy. I mean, just this morning, I heard from a friend of mine whose sister is sleeping with her husband, to which I replied, sounds like Jerry Springer to me. So technology may reveal the truth, but it can't fix a marriage. And being suspicious is a painful way to live. Endlessly checking everything in browser histories and GPS activities... 
And if you have a repeated unresolvable issue, good old-fashioned communication, counseling, it could be the way to go. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. And as I mentioned in the beginning, I gave out some steps. And if you do want the steps, head over to commando.com, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com, and just type in cheating or tech clues. And if you want to really help me out, share this podcast, like it, subscribe on Google Play and iTunes, download some more. You can learn something new about tech every single day with just about a half hour listening time. I'm America's Digital Pro, Kim Commando, and thanks so much for listening.